Welcome back to Gale Force Winds Season 3. Gale Force Winds podcast is proudly sponsored by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association. The NLCA provides unparalleled opportunities for its members through industry education, construction information, government advocacy, and networking events. The NLCA is building Newfoundland and Labrador. For more information, visit nlca.ca. Well, welcome to another edition of Gale Force Winds. And I got to tell you, we are in a very special place right now. I'm not going to divulge where we are. I'm going to let our guests talk about that. I'm Alan Dale. With me is my always my good buddy, Jerry Crew, who likes to talk about the weather. So, Jerry, what do you think of the weather so far? Well, we're in North Caicos. Uh, Josh, what would you say the temperature is in Celsius? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's Celsius. Yeah. We, we, we should be in the 70s. Yeah, yeah 70s. 70s. Yeah. Feels a little warmer than that to yeah. me. We're yeah. come, we come from a much colder place. Yeah. But Alan, I'm excited. We're in North Caicos, and we are going to talk to someone, an entrepreneur in North Caicos. It's well, really exciting for me. 100% Jerry, and thanks for divulging where we are and not letting Josh do that. Josh, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? My name is Josh McIntosh, Joshua McIntosh. But the locals, they give me, the, for the things I've done, the locals give me that name. Big Josh McIntosh. Yeah. So they had that name fall upon me. Okay. Josh, where'd you grow up? How'd you grow up? What were some uh, well, big influencers for you? I was born and raised a little in Kew, North Caicos. I went to the Bahamas when I was 14. I returned back here in uh, Turks and Caicos when I was 22. So uh, my grandparents, I raised with my grandparents. My mother, when she had me, she was very young. So my grandparents took me away from my mother and they raised me. When I see my mother, I was 14. Uh, my, my grandfather keep calling me back home, come home, come home, Josh. So I came back home and, and I was lucky. Things was pretty reasonable here then. And um, land was cheap. So I ended up buying this piece of land to you know, build, build a bakery on because that was my profession, a bakery. So, but after things were so slow here, uh, the, the beer company asked me, Josh, what you can do with that building? So I said, uh, uh, you want to rent it? Say no, <laughs> we want you to sell some beers for us. So that's how I end up in the beer business, selling beers, still be baking bread. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's how it is. Josh, tell me about your, your grandparents. Tell me about them. They were here in Kew. Yeah. Tell me about how they lived. Well, my grandmother, she was a teacher and a Sunday school teacher. Uh, she's taught on daily ski back in the days, and they lived the oldest here on the island. My grandmother lived to be 103, and my grandfather lived to be a 100. So they had a lot of story to tell. And they, they used to, they worked the land. You know, my grandfather used to get sisal and coal and stuff and take it to South Caicos and sell it and things like that, and bring little stuff home to sell in the shop and stuff like that. They, they, they really worked the land. They had nowhere else, and that back in those days, there was no money. <laughs> we had no money. We lived off the land. And the first money we had was spending was Jamaica. Jamaican that wasn't nothing to talk about. Then we changed from the Jamaican money to the American money, which is more, you know, prosperous to us. Yeah. So. Josh, when you, uh, you remember coming back from, uh, from being away, coming back, 
to North Caicos to live. What was that experience like for you coming home? It was, I came back home with hotel scale. And I was called, I was working at in South Caicos on the trap boat. And one of my roommate, Daniel Williams, he went in my bag to use my comb. And he came, he saw a brown envelope, he took it out and read it. He said, man, Josh, why a man like you over here on the trap boat? Why you don't get a job in the hotel? And that thing gone all over, all over, and Pinky called me. Pinky called me over there, and I ended up spending 26 years and six months on Pinky. I started off there as a, as a waiter. From there, I went on there as a breakfast chef, and on and on and on. And Pinky gave me a lot of training. They even sent me to New England Culinary, where, it, where I increased my baking more, wow. more professionally. 26 years? Yeah, 26 years. Pinky, Pinky invested in me. I, must, I, I, really, I thank Pinky for that. Pine Key invests a lot of money in Just explain Pine Key? Pine Key, the Meridian Club. Oh. Yeah, that was called the Meridian Club, Pine okay. Key. And they, they really they really get me going. Oh, wow. And I came here and I built this building to do a bread factory. I mean, you know, things were so slow. I went back in the hotel again. And there we are, the beer company wanted. Tell me about Q when you were when you were growing up. What was that community like? Well, that was a I say like an old people village, you know, you passing the old folks, you got to say morning, and you, you know, it was family. Back in my days, Q was family. You bury from me, I bury from you. And you know, back in those days, you see right here, we had the corn, the cornmeal. I'll get out of the way. Okay, yeah, you got the cornmeal right there. And uh, if I don't, my family don't have a cornmeal, we go to the next neighbor and you stay and grind our corn and we, we'll give them a two-quarter grits for that service. That's how they get grits, you know, to do right. it. Yeah. yeah, and we had no, we get our water from the wells. We go to the wells with a little dipper and drop it in the well, and pull it up and fill our pail, put it on our head, and head back home and fill the barrels, barrels of water, you know, you fill and do that. Then we'll go in the, in the field and get the woods, little sticks of wood to cook with. Wasn't no, the kitchen we had, because the houses were so small, the kitchen was outside. So grandma, she f f prepared a meal outside. And we all, will, when we finish, she f finished the meal, the house was too small for everybody to eat inside. Some of us would sit on the wall, on the rock pile on the wall, and yeah. eat, eat you know, the food in hand like that. And it was, was unique back in those days. Yeah. Josh, what was it like starting a business here uh, in North Caicos? Tell me about that. Well, I, I was different from most men. I, I'm a blessed man. I was blessed. God, I mean, God really poured a, a blessing on me. When I started this place here, and Scotia country manager, he was living in Jim Hodge. He spent the weekend in Jim Hodge house on Perky, and he driving up the road. So me and Biggie Cox was here. We roasted some corn, because I planned the yard over with corn. And he come there, Biggie, because it wasn't nothing there. Biggie said, come on in, man, come on in, no problem. And after that, he said, David Austin, he said, uh, let me introduce myself to you all. My name is Brian Duet, the countryman of Scotia Bank. And he said to uh, Biggie, he said, who owned this building right here? Let's just come to the foundation. Uh, Biggie said, I see my fella right there. And that man said, do you need any help? I said, yes, sir. He said, come and see me. I went to that man. That man do all my paperwork. And he tell me, he said, Josh, I want you to go and get a notary public stamp on this. 
and I'm going to recommend you to an insurance company, which was J.S. Johnson Insurance. So the money I asked him for, he said, I'm not going to let you go to North Kings with that kind of money. Because at that time, IGA was running off $127,000 for the month. He says, that money you're asking for will hurt you. You, may, you. you will destroy it. So he gave me that, that, uh, that uh, loan. I came and I, you know, I did it. I mean, just like that. Then after that, man, I went back, <laughs> back in uh, 2005. Kishko, the guy who owned Kishko in Provo, they came over, 20 something Indians, they came over here and they didn't tell Jay and B. Tour to come back for them. So Jay and they get stranded here. So they were at my little bar down queue. So he called me and tell me, uh, Charlie, he said, Josh, he said, come for us, man. We stranded down here. The boat didn't come pick us up. And Lyndon, big Hercules plane, he came in and take all of them and back to Provo. Is Charlie going up in the plane? Charlie looked back, he said, Josh, what you do for me and my family? Come and see me. Man, I go on and see the man. That man gave me, I can show you my liquor store. I can show you the photo of my liquor store. That man gave me a hundred case off the top, a hundred case, a hundred case of care beer. That man gave me a hundred case of, I can show you it, a hundred case of President. That man set me up a liquor store, hardcore liquor store, and say, I give you, take your time, six months. You can start paying me back in six months. What the, man, I said, what is this, man? And I had like three companies and this company. Just people giving me stuff. Josh, what do you attribute your good fortune to? Why are people wanting to gravitate towards you for success? What do you attribute that to? Well, I, I would like for my children to, to, be, to accept it, but a lot of people ask me questions. But like I say, my success was a, was a blessing because People, people give me, just give me. People come up to me and invest in me. And that was very good for me, man. I mean, up to, up to date, you know, look at, look at those bikes over there. I got like 20 of those bikes in Provo and it's not my bikes, but people just bring it, put it in my yard. Just, just, just give me shit. Just give me stuff like that, yeah. man. And I, I, I was a blessed man. So you rent those bikes out as well? Yes, when the season on, we rent them out to people. But we have a tour guy, we go and take them, but we don't leave them on their own like that, too. Do Josh, uh, I hear you're a larger-than-life character, too. You've uh, gone viral oh, yeah. a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Tell me the banana, banana, banana story. Oh, yeah, during the election time, the, um, my party is the PNP. So I came up with a slogan, you know, because <laughs> the, the party, the color is yellow. Yeah. So I said, let me use a noun to describe this, you know, and I go on and, and I say, the guy just recorded me, how are you doing now? And I said, you know, they said, Josh, what do you think about the PNP government? I said, boy, yellow, yellow, yellow banana. From the Caicos to Grand Turk, it would be yellow banana. We got this government from Grand, Grand Turk to the Caicos. And so sad, we end up beating the, getting 14 to 1. <laughs> we win this. My cousin told me, say, man, you're a fortune teller. How you going to tell it? <laughs> Josh, you need to work on a few more election campaigns. There'll be people all over the world wanting to get help. That yellow color going all the way to the Bahamas. <laughs> They're using, I saw all that yellow color. They, they use a lot of that down there. Very so, recognizable. Yeah. They, they, 
Josh, you're you're a man. You've done some cool things in your life. You've had some experiences. I sense you're still having lots of experiences. Oh, yeah. What piece of advice would you give somebody? What would you tell people? I tell anybody, you work work hard and save some of your money. You can't save all. Save some of your money and try to invest. Try to do something. Like I like to see the local people around here who setting up little business and try to, little boutique business trying to do something. That is good. Because, you know, it could kick you off. I start off down in Q, just in one of my bedroom. Just I was selling in my out of one of my bedroom down in Q, a very little small bar, and that little small bar brought me out here in Vipti. I mean, I'd leave everything and come here in Vipti. So that just that just tell you. And when people when people see you investing like that, you know, they will invest in you. You got people come up and come up to you and. They will ask you, I mean, what, what can we do for you? What can, you know, I told you, they, they will help you. Now, Josh, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you probably got customers yeah. behind us yeah. at your bar. Yeah. I want to thank you very much for being on the Gale Force Winds podcast and also tell us a little bit about this incredible island that we're on right now. Real pleasure to have you here and thanks very much. I can okay. tell you what, it's a real pleasure having big Josh McIntosh on the show. Oh, yeah, everybody likes me. They, 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 they always stop by to see this big Joshua. I got people come all the way from Grand Turk just to take pictures with me. I tell you, the <laughs> people just love me. I'm a likable person. Out you the Turks and Caicos. They just like me. On that note, let's get a picture. All right, that's <laughs> big Josh McIntosh. Josh. <laughs> All right, thanks well for coming. Done. Thanks well for done, coming, Josh. man. Thanks for coming. Thank you for tuning in to Gale Force Winds. That's Gale Force Winds, W-I-N-S dot com.